building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Welcome to another episode of Startup Survival, where we are talking today about taking calculated risks and how you determine whether or not you should take a risk. I personally make seemingly quick choices. I think that if you asked my friends and family and my coworkers, they would say that I make decisions fast and furious. But I don't think that most people realize how thoroughly I think through each decision before I make it. Some choices are really easy, but some you have to truly calculate whether or not you want to take a risk. I have really one main thing that I do when I'm considering a risk that I want to share with you today. One main question. By the time I have considered even taking a risk, of course, I've thought about all of the possible benefits. I think everyone does that. You wouldn't want to take a risk unless there was a considerable upside. For example, when I was starting my company eight and a half years ago, there was a good amount of risk. Wasn't exactly rolling in the cash at that time. So, going into a role where I had little income for the first year plus was a risk for sure. But when I was considering taking the risk, I looked at the upside, and to me, it was endless the flexibility, the ability to employ and make other people happy, and of course, the potential to make money. So, like I said, by the time someone's considering taking a risk, I think they've largely already looked at the upside. Once you've looked at the upside of a risk, the main question I think you should ask yourself is, what is the worst case scenario? If you're thinking about pivoting, changing paths, or even continuing on the path that you're on and it involves some kind of risk, what's the worst thing that could happen? I have told people that this is how I consider risks before, and I've heard feedback like, oh, well, that's a negative way to look at life. And I think that is completely untrue. By examining all of the scenarios, I can acknowledge and accept them. I can know how I would react in each situation. I can have a loose or a solid plan, no matter what happens, and I can be okay with the outcome. So I don't think it's negative. For me, this gives me peace of mind and it helps me truly understand the ins and outs of every decision that I'm making. Let me go back to the example of starting my company. I remember clear as day, examining all of the worst case scenarios, really, and all of the scenarios in general. One of the first scenarios I examined was, what if I don't have enough business? I think that's a very common one when you're starting a company. You are looking and needing to sell, but you're not going to have enough sales to begin with. I had bartended for many years and I was like, I'm sure that I can find another way to make money. So bartending, driving for Uber, whatever it may be. I used to make money by selling my furniture on Craigslist, especially when I wanted new furniture. I would sell the furniture that I had and then buy different stuff on Craigslist. Often that costed less money so I could make money. I mean, there are a million ways to make money if you have the hustle. I asked myself, what if it takes a long time to get clients? And same answer. I know that there are tons of ways that I can make money and I think that I'll be okay. 
Another question that I asked myself was, what am I going to do if I am just totally broke? I was already at that time looking for ways to save cash. For example, we got rid of one nicer car that we had and bought this really crappy green car for cash to get rid of payments. And then my son spilled a jug of milk in the backseat and it just reeked for like two years. It was honestly terrible. At the time, we were also looking for an investment property, quote unquote investment property, but really it was somewhere that we could live for free if we could work out the details. We ended up buying this short sale duplex that was $100,000. We barely even had a down payment for it. And we rented out half of it and that rent completely covered the mortgage. So we were able to live in that house for free. Now, I know that even if I was broke, and even right now, if I went totally broke again, I could reduce my expenses so low that I could get through it because I know how to do that now. Another question that I asked myself was, what if my company goes under? Of course, if you are starting a business, you always have to consider the idea that you could totally bomb. This was definitely a tough one to grapple with. I figured that my mom, who lives about 20 minutes away from me, would probably let us move in for a while if we lost our house. I knew that bankruptcy was an option. It would be a gigantic pain in the butt, but it would be there for us if we didn't have any money at all. And I also knew that I was super employable. I started my career as a recruiter long ago, and I knew how to make my resume look good. I knew how to show up well in interviews. And I figured worst case scenario, I knew pretty well how to get a job. So if my company went under and I was okay with moving in with my mom, filing bankruptcy, getting a job and going back to work for someone else, those are all risks that I was willing to take. So I looked at all of these scenarios and thought, I think I can handle that. I knew what I would do in every situation. I made sure that my kids would be safe and fed. It's actually really funny because recently I've been telling them some of these stories of just how little money we had when I started the company and they had no idea. Like it was no different to them from our lives now, which is crazy. But we were pretty broke for a few years and they were unaware because I still tried to make their life as good and normal as I possibly could be. So I examined all of these worst case scenarios and I knew that I would survive. So I was comfortable in taking that calculated risk. So next time you are considering taking a risk, ask yourself, what is the worst case scenario? If the worst case scenario happens, what will I do? And can I handle the pressure that comes along with that decision? So the pressure that would come along with bankruptcy or moving home with mom, if that's an option for you. It's not an easy choice to make, but if you can handle it, then I think you are prepared to take the risk. So if the answer is yes, and you can handle the worst case scenario, you will feel much better taking the risk than if you don't consider all of these scenarios. Last but not least on this topic, when it comes to taking risks, just know that people are not always going to get it. They're not always going to understand you. They're not going to always see your vision. And they most certainly have not examined the scenario or the risk that you're taking to the depth that you have. You might hear things like you are naive, you're short-sighted, or you're even stupid for taking certain risks. I heard all of those things when I started my first company, my second company, when I started a family really young. 
I mean, I've made a lot of risky choices that I've thought about very thoroughly. Remember in these cases that it's your opinion of the risk that you're taking and your opinion of your situation that matters the most. You can certainly and you should seek out input from coaches and mentors. But if you have examined the worst case scenario and you have a plan for whatever the outcome is, you must trust your own instincts. You owe it to yourself and your potential to trust your own instincts and take that risk. All right. Happy Wednesday. Thank you all so much for listening today. I hope you learned a little bit about how I approach taking calculated risks, both the process and the mindset around it. If you're considering taking a risk or you know someone that is, please send them this podcast episode, share it with just one person, and I will see you on Friday. Thanks again.